We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, 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 here we are at your service. I'm Johnny Rabbit. It was so nice to see Michael Kelly, John Hancock. They each gave me a big stack of Starbucks cards, gift cards. That's exciting. They are so generous. They're probably outside handing them out right now to the, the massive crowds that are shopping down. <clears throat> well, there are no massive crowds. There are no crowds in downtown St. Louis. Things have changed a little bit since people were going up to the ninth floor at Famous Bar to see Santa Claus at Toyland. And, oh, and also getting your eagle stamps and seeing the Tree of Lights by the old post office at 8th and Oliver. Maybe going to the holiday movies. Uh, at the Ambassador, the Lowe's State, the Lowe's Orpheum, or maybe seeing some live theater at the, the American over in Market Street or the Golden Rod Showboat in the Riverfront. These things do not exist except in our memories if we were there. And parking, whoa, what a problem. One of the biggest lots, though, downtown was right where the Gateway Arch is today. That was a giant parking lot starting in 1941. And maybe people were coming in and out of town on Ozark Airlines or the Missouri Pacific, and we're here in the old Missouri Pacific building. Well, things have changed, so you probably have a a lot busier time on this Black Friday, which is hard to believe they've had so many Black Friday sales already, but this is the official day, so I'm sure you're enjoying the crowds going in and out of the car, hopefully listening off and on today. We'll be here until 2, and the show is what would normally be here in KMOX. They have a day off as Amy and Chris, Kevin is gone, are recovering from TMT. Too much turkey. Mm. Well, to fill up this time from now to two, this is yours truly, Johnny Rabbit, at your service with some special people. I do believe you're really going to enjoy hearing about what they have to say. Our parade of guests starts right now with author Rachel Browdy to tell about her intriguing adventure novel. It's perfect for the holiday season and a great gift idea. It's about the advent calendar. Am I correct about that, Rachel? Yes, it is. It is. About that. Uh, but it's more than that. When I first heard about it, oh, what am I going to talk about an advent calendar? But this is a journey through the advent calendar. Trust me, this is not what you're uh, thinking about. It's totally different. It's a big book. How many pages in that book? That's giant. There's like 314 oh my pages. Gosh. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> oh, well, Rachel, how did you come about doing this? Well, thanks for having me. And, um, I was sitting down with the publishing company, um, Josh Stevens from Reedy Press, yes. and he asked me if I would could write a book about a boy who gets pulled into an advent calendar, and that's all we had. And <laughs> so I had to, I immediately wanted to do it, and then right after that, I started thinking about all the things I love about the Christmas season and about Advent, and I started thinking about 
the advent calendar itself and how many doors and an advent wreath with its four candles. And so I was able to pull in all of the different elements of advent into this book. And Hmm. it very much is like the Chronicles of Narnia, where it's just this object that's there and the boy gets pulled in and there's an entire world inside with a lot of meaning. Wow, what's this is exciting? Yeah, how long? This must have taken a long time to write. I mean, writing a book is even a little bitty book is hard to do, but this is a big, big book, and it is uh, uh, time consuming. It is. I actually wrote it. We started working on it last Christmas, and I had to really book it <laughs> yeah, to bet. get it done. Um, but I wanted to make it something that was valuable for all ages. So if you read it as an adult, you can find lots of meaning in it. And in the back, there's a whole section about like why the names of the lands are there and why the characters are named what they're named. And they connect to the meanings behind Advent. So everything has a deep meaning to it. And uh, so that took some time. To oh, of course research. it did. Yes. Now, you're, you're not just stopping here at the station today. You're going elsewhere. You're going to do yes. a book signing. That's right. Where? I, I'm going to be at Barnes & Noble in Which West one? County Mall. West County Mall. Okay, yes. great. From 2 to 4. And then I am also, let's see, Neck or Saturday, I'll be at Neighborhood Reads in Washington, Missouri from 10 to noon. And then I have next week, I'll be at Owensville Library at 6. I'm going to be at Just Glow Boutique in Washington, Missouri from 5 to 8. And it just keeps going. <laughs> That's nice. Good yeah. of you to do it, too. Yeah, and, I'm, and people I'm buy excited. It. You've done yeah. some already, haven't you? Yes, I have. Yeah. Where, where did you do them? I So I did Polar Express Market on Wednesday. This Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Where's that? Um, so that's right by where they do the Polar Express and Union Station. Oh, in Union Station. Yeah, oh. so I was there. Uh, you, you probably did very well there. It was really fun. And there were a lot of people in and out. And the cool thing was everyone was in the Christmas spirit already because oh, they were good. off the Polar Express. Yeah, so. yeah, of course. That would be <laughs> yeah. true. And I've noticed uh, this is different than a lot of uh, authors say, well, I'm going to be going to Subterranean Books in University City or... Uh, the novel neighbor in Webster Grove. You're going right way outside of the immediate St. Louis area for some of these signings. Yeah, well, I'm from Washington, Missouri, so I have a lot of support there. And they have bookstores and boutiques and things. And so that's where I kind of started. When I started writing, I wrote fantasy thrillers and under a pen name, R.L. Daly. And they're fantasy thrillers with like a spiritual twist. And that's how Hmm. I was able to get the attention of a publishing company and so when I published those books, that's where I kind of got my start. So, yeah. How many books under that pen name? Two. And um, it's two out of three because it's a trilogy. So it is called Hunting for Light. And I have a website, www.rl-dailydailyly.com. And that's you can get online and check them out there. And they're more for all year round. They don't have a mm-hmm. special connection to any holiday or anything. So we have two guests in one. Yeah. It's like Jekyll and Hyde. This is exciting. <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah. so your other name, you're, you're Rachel Browdy for yes. this book. The yeah, that's Journey. my name. That's my name. That's yeah. your real name. <laughs> yeah. The Evan Kelly. And your made-up name is? R.L. Daly. D-A-I-L-E-Y. And what does the R.L. stand for? Anything? So actually, when I started writing books, I was very much inspired by my history degree, my love for history, and mm-hmm. then my grandmothers and their stories. So my 
the R's for my grandma Rita, the L's for my grandma Laura, and Daly is for my grandma Margaret, whose last name was Daly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's, that's a great idea. Thank you. Yeah, no, they inspired me to live my dreams, so I decided to make my pen name after them. So writing a book takes a long time. How do you How do you write? What do you do? Do you have a set time every day, a set length of time? Uh, do you write at a computer? Do you... Both. I do. I do the first draft by hand which is very, I'll leave things out, obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, punctuation and things to get it out. But I carry around a notebook. And since I have three kids Uh and I'm a teacher, I carry that notebook everywhere with me. And if I have 10 minutes here or there, I just sit there and write. Or if my kids are watching a movie that I've seen a million times and they really want to watch it, I'll sit by them and I'll write as well. So I kind of work it in where I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really have a set time. But That's a good idea, yeah. though. And and then it's all put on a computer. Then. Yes, and At, then I start typing it out. And, and then it goes to the printer and the, or the, the publisher and then they do the editing or do you have to do all? So I do the first round of editing myself and then it goes to them and then it comes back to me. And so like this book, Journey Through the Advent Calendar, I read through it. Over 20 times, I think, oh, I editing yeah. it and figuring things out. But, yeah. I remember when I worked at the Globe Democrat, uh, we always had problems with computers when computers were pretty new as far as the newspaper was concerned. And I was sitting at a bank of computers. There was a bank on the other side. Chris Condon, who you, I, I doubt if you remember Chris Condon. Chris was uh, uh, best known as a television news broadcaster on Channel 5, but a very good one, too, on air, on camera. Uh, but he also uh, uh, took a job with the Globe Democrat to write. One day, all of the computers, yeah. gone. Everything <laughs> was gone. I mean, you would, I couldn't even begin to say the words that were said in the newsroom <laughs> yeah, that day and the screaming and the noises and slamming and stuff. And he was right across from me, and he stood up very calmly, and he looked at me, and he said, uh, Ron, that's just my other name. I'm sort of like you with two names. Everything's better written the second time. That's so and true. And he just sat down. He was the only one just calmly in the room. And, and it, was, it is true. Yeah, that's a that's a great way of thinking of yeah. that because it can be so frustrating, but it's true. <laughs> and you brought a guest. We're going to talk to our, yeah. our special guest here in just a, a couple of minutes. And we'll take a break shortly and get back to the advent calendar. And um, let's see, you're going to have to, oh, you're going to have to hurry to get out to that book signing. How long is it going to take to you get there? Oh, not very long. It'll probably take about 20, 30 minutes that's to get it? over there. To yeah. go where? Just West County Mall. Oh, I guess that's from yeah. downtown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we're from Washington, so it seems short. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. it does. Yeah. Right, does it, the train still stops in Washington, doesn't it? Does, it does, yeah. Right on the riverfront mm-hmm. there? Oh, yeah. there are some nice places there. Yeah, they've got a lot of nice shops downtown now, and they're really sprucing the place up, so it's fun. Oh, good. Used to be a place that had some great pie. Oh, yeah, they they still do. Cowan's has good that's it. great pie. Cowan's. Yeah. I've forgotten the name of that place. Boy, that's good. Now, you know, that'd be a great train ride for somebody. Yeah, it's a fun train ride, and then when you get down there, they have all the holiday shops open in the restaurants, and it's a great time to go down and just shop around. Yep, it would be. It, uh, and, you know, you, you could spend uh, you spend enough time there yes. uh, and don't have to... What I would do, I guess, I'd get on the train at Kirkwood, the Amtrak, as long as there's not a railroad strike, which is, right. uh, who yeah, knows what right. might happen with that. That can mess up things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but get on the uh, train at Amtrak here and go to Washington, Missouri, and spend the day and then come back on the afternoon train. That's uh, a lot of people do that. Really? Yeah, they really enjoy that. It sounds that. like fun. Yeah. Well, we'll come back and talk more about the journey that we're taking through the Advent calendar uh, with our special guest that has two names. She is R.L. Daly, but she's also Rachel Browdy, and I am Johnny Rabbit. We are at your service on KMOX. OX.
Thank you. We are at your service. That's Johnny Rabbit. Happy to be with you today, the day after Thanksgiving and KMOX, the special edition of At Your Service. I've called in a half dozen people that fell for my call and showed up today. They're on the way. They're here. One is already here, and we've just been talking with Rachel. I will uh, introduce her again in case you just tuned in. Um, And all of these uh, conversations will be live here at our KMOX studios. And to give our listeners a break today, we will not be dwelling on the opioid crisis or on local crime or the war in Ukraine or mass murders or the high cost of living or politics. None of that. But um, we do want to talk. Oh, first, I want to um, mention that today is day number one for Thanksgiving dinner leftovers, which for us will include the aromatic remains of an Assumption Abbey fruitcake made by the Cistercian monks at their monastery in the Ozarks at Eva, Missouri. It wasn't cheap. It cost $45.95 at Straub's, but it is really worth it. It is really rich, and it is really, really good. Well, Rachel, Rachel, uh, if you didn't, if, if you weren't here before, let me just reintroduce you. Here is Rachel Browdy, the author of Journey Through the Advent Calendar. And off the air, we were talking about inspiration, inspiration to, to write this book and write your other books. How did that come about? So I teach sophomores and seniors um, in high school, the what's, history, what's AP cool? World History, Fort Zumwalt North High School. Okay. And I was talking to them one day about living their dreams and how, you know, whatever it is that you really enjoy doing, go out and do it. And I keep giving this speech every year. And one, a few of the students asked me what my dreams were and how, you know, and I said, oh, being a teacher, I always wanted to be a teacher and a mom, and I always wanted to be an author. And say, they said, well, have you written anything yet? And I said, well, I've written some things, but I haven't tried to get them published. And so my students encouraged me to um, start writing my books. And hmm. so what I think is really cool about that is people often say, oh, teachers inspire students, teachers inspire students. But I don't think they realize how much students and their childlike wonder and their optimism inspire teachers. I've never heard well. anybody say that before. That's yeah, really interesting. It's so it true. Is. And, you know, you can appreciate them for who they are. And then also all these visits and signings and events I've been doing, the most rewarding visits I've done are school visits where I have talked to third through eighth grade about Journey Through the Advent Calendar and getting to communicate with them what the book's about and the inspirations of I was inspired by Chronicles of Narnia and Lord of the Rings and things like that mm-hmm. and talking to them about it. And they're so excited and have such great questions. So, so are any of your students in the book as far as a model? That, uh, Actually, <laughs> I had to write this book uh, from the point of view of a 14-year-old boy. Uh-huh. And so I had to think about my day as a teacher and what I you know, envisioned 14-year-old boys thinking. And then we got a beta reader who was a senior in high school to read it to make sure that I was on target with how... 14-year-old boys think. So oh, that was great. interesting. Yeah. Well, there's a, a lot of connections. Mm-hmm. And then it's coming back up. I guess the students are really excited. They they are. They I When I have missed school just a couple times for little things here and there, they're like, where are you going? And they get, they're like, are, where are you going, Miss Browdy? And then I just kind of <laughs> tell them, they're like, oh, that's so exciting. We want to know all about it. And oh, so nice. it's really cool. That's yeah. really, really nice. Mm-hmm. But what about, uh, are you going to do a podcast on about this? Are you thinking of a documentary or an actual play? We would love to see this turned into a series or a movie that people could associate with the book or something. It'd be awesome to do a podcast. It's funny you said that because my students always tell me I should do a podcast Mm -hmm. because since I'm a history teacher, I'm always trying to 
tell them the story and entertain and get really into it. And they told me one time, Miss Braddy, you should do a podcast. And I was like, oh, that would be fun. So I don't know. We'll see what comes with it. Sure. Well, <clears throat> I, I wouldn't know how to do a podcast personally, but <laughs> so I can't give you any advice on that. <laughs> but I'm right. going to be on a podcast. Uh, KCUR, Kansas City, the public radio station there, uh, just did a podcast that I've been involved with about the history of pizza in St. Louis. Now, why people in Kansas City would want to know about the history of pizza in St. Louis, <laughs> I have no idea, but it's going to be released uh, on the 30th of this month. So, uh, That's cool. Uh, I haven't, they, they, um, they uh, called in just some final editing a couple of days ago just to make sure they had the, the facts straight. So, a podcast. And then there could be a play. Oh, what definitely. A, what a great play this would be. Well, all the characters. Yeah. And how many characters are in the book? Oh, there's a lot because what I did was I took Advent and the four weeks of Advent building up to Christmas, you have your four candles and you're supposed to reflect on hope, faith, joy, and peace. So mm-hmm. I turned those into lands in in a world inside the book. And so mm-hmm. every land has a, a multitude of characters and there's some oh, fantasy elements oh with sorcerers and sorceresses. And so the whole thing I built around these fantasy elements. So it, I had to sit down and actually draw out different uh, worlds or the world with different lands in order to keep things organized in my head as I, I can imagine it. Yeah. Wait, now, do you get any help from your mom, Kay? Okay, so my mom is here. My mom, Kay. She, Hello, Kay. Hi. We uh, <laughs> call her my momager because <laughs> she, I, as I was going to these things by myself, yeah. I said, hey, I'm going. Do you want to ride along and come with me? And so she's been to just about every single one. She's also reading the book right now because oh, she wanted to save good. it and read it during Advent. So mm-hmm. she just started it. And so she's been my partner in crime. Oh, yeah, for and, sure. Yeah, so I guess you want to tell them what you think about the book Oh, right yes, now? please, yeah. Kate. Well, <laughs> I mean, you're only her mother through it. I, she's doing a great job, obviously. I'm very proud of her. And just reading, she's kind of made Advent a whole new experience for me because as her mom, I'm really getting more connected with Christmas, just living through the candles, the hope and faith and joy and peace and learning about that in a whole different way. And one of the movies that she likes that she refers to is Elf. Mm -hmm. And she's bringing out the kid in me a lot. So I really have been enjoying it, and I kind of feel like Elf because I'm just having a great time with it and meeting the people, and I'm a people person. I love that anyway, and she's just really – I feel like this can really open up a lot of cool things for people and kind of get them back to, I don't know, just a really good feeling. It's just a really good feeling. And and I will say, now that she mentioned possibly a play or movie, Mm -hmm. that – when I re- am reading the book, I keep thinking this would be such a cool movie because I want to see the dragon. I want to see the things in this, the characters. I would love to see it. They're very – I sat down and had like painted the picture in my mind to describe it so that there's a lot to this world. And visually, it would be really awesome. It would see. be. It would. Yeah. That's, well, I think this is a to-be-continued story. I think I hope so. I yes. have a feeling. <laughs> and uh, oh, your R.L. Daily books, you've got another one coming? Yes, I do. So the R.L. Daily books are more adult fantasy thrillers with a spiritual twist. And those are very much like... I didn't even realize I was doing this, but when I wrote the first one and I had finished it and I went back and read it, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is kind of like the story of Job from the Bible where a lot of terrible things happen. And Mm -hmm. then um, 
this the character Kate Murphy in my book has to learn how to deal with it and she pulls away from her family because she's trying to just fix it all herself and slowly she realizes how she um that she can't shouldn't be doing that and and she gets since it's a fantasy thriller there's some magic to it that kind of pulls her out but it's more of a spiritual magic which I think would be so cool to experience so it's it's more realistic more like magical realism than a fantasy book. You'll have to let us know when it comes out. I will. When do you think it'll happen? Probably next summer because I have it mostly the first draft finished, so I'm pretty sure it'll be out next summer. Oh, that's good. Do you have a pet? Do I have a pet? Mm -hmm. We do. We have a dog named Jovi. Jovi! And Jovi made the Journey Through the Advent calendar book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because uh, her name means, uh, is Russian for joy, and so I use that as a character name in the book. How cute. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, guys, thank you very much. I know you've got to go and you got out there to West County Center, to the Barnes and Noble. And I bet you there'll be a lot of people who want to buy the book. I hope so. Yeah. It'll sales be so fun. Pretty good. Yes. Been... It, everywhere I've been, people have been very interested and they're excited. And even a mom asked me, okay, now when we sit down and read this, how should we go about it? And because every, like, for example, hope, there's three lessons this kid learns for hope. So I'm like, for the first week of Advent, you would read the first ah, part. And good. then, yes, you know, I mean, you can do it however you want. Yeah, sure. And then I also made a curriculum guide that's free for teachers. And I did have one good school idea. purchase a class set because they're a Catholic school and they wanted to make Advent exciting and a learning experience. Well, Rachel, so. thank you. Man. Kay, thank you very much. Rachel Browdy, we've just taken a little journey through the Advent calendar on KMOX. Chris Henry, of all the people, I was just looking around here, and I was so surprised to see you. Joe, how are you? Uh, Johnny, very, very good to see you, my old buddy. And, you know, i got to tell people. What? You're the most knowledgeable man <laughs> in St. Louis <laughs> About St. Louis. Oh, you're very kind. No, I'm not very kind. I'm very truthful. <laughs> oh, that's well. That's very nice. I am honored that you would think so because think of all the things you know. Yeah, well, not oh. as much as you. Let me tell you. My let me tell goodness. the folks that. What yeah. do you, well, you guys you got? Some newspaper? What is it? The uh, oh, I don't know. I've got all kinds of stuff. Uh, that's a, the oh, Riverfront Times article. Why, that's you in the Riverfront Times. Yes, yes, yes. History afoot. Joseph De Gregorio takes you on a self-guided tour of St. Louis's Stallion neighborhood. In the Hill, a walk through history. So, what did you? You still do the tours, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, this has right. been a, a banner year for the tours post pandemic, and so uh, my business partner Sam Motorelli and I have done quite a few this year, quite a few. So, uh, very, very happy about the return of the Hill tours. Well, how do you? If somebody says, oh, "I would like to," well, you, anybody can walk through the Hill. Though I mean, you can well, go course, into public but places, if, but you know the inside story about everything. Just about. Just about. You know my father, Roland de Gregorio. Of yes. course, you interviewed of, him many of times. Course, many he knew, times. He knew the inside story to everybody. <laughs> he did. He really did. I, this, so if it's okay, somebody says, um, well, I'd like to take a tour. What do you do? How do people oh, do this? Uh, well, there's uh, several ways. Uh, one is to call uh, 314-602-3359. Let me repeat my that cell again. Phone. Yes, um, 314-602-3359. Another way, uh, Johnny, is uh, my email address, joe, J-O-E dot, D as in David, E as in Echo, H-I-L-L, Hill, boy, B-O-Y, mm. at gmail.com. So 
joe.thehillboy at gmail.com. Well, both very easy to remember, and I think people will like to do this. How many people go on one of these tours? What's your typical group? Oh, uh, well, I tell them it's anywhere from one to a hundred. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've done 156 one time, Johnny, oh several years ago. Never again. Oh, no, I guess not. No, never. But uh, the groups can vary. Groups, And the time is usually between two and four hours average mm-hmm. for the Hill Tour. And, you know, give them the history. Like you give folks history of St. Louis, sure. I give them the history of the hill. Uh, then we stop at some fun places like uh, Old Annie Salami Factory. Uh, watch them make salami. Oh, you can see actually see it being done. Yes, I'll be yes, done. we do that. That's something relatively new on the hill tour. How long has Old Annie's been around? Uh, 1947 by Leo Old Annie, who was taught how to make salami the old-fashioned way mm-hmm. uh, and by a man out of New York. And... Uh, Leo asked him, hey, can I come to St. Louis and start a salami factory on my own? He said, sure. That's not my market. So there he was. Oh, Peter. Yeah. And it's still there. That's something you will see. On on these tours, these are all walking tours. Uh, Yes and no, Johnny. Um, Walking if you want to walk. Uh But some of my visitors are um, older and and prefer not to walk. So we can jump in a car and caravan. We can go in there a I bus see. if they have a bus. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. Don't have a helicopter yet, but uh, maybe <laughs> we'll try that later. <laughs> so what else do? Okay, we're on a tour of the hill. What What's next on our stop? Uh, oh, the next stop would be the Italian-American Bocce Club. Oh, yeah, something I, that a I lot of people my, don't know uh, about that place. I have my grandson, Henry, Henry. Uh, with us here today. He... Uh, uh, I, I dedicated the book to him, by the way, Johnny, the book that I wrote. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, his favorite spot on the hill is the Italian-American Bocce Club. Why? Because he can play bocce pretty well, and he ah. beats Grandpa. He just beat me about three, four days ago <laughs> with a winning shot that I couldn't believe. Hey, so that's Henry, his favorite spot. Henry is, uh, is here. We're going to hear from him and. In just a moment, but oh, what about uh, there's that other place for bocce? What is that? Oh, uh, Milo's, of yeah. course. Milo's Bocce Garden. It's God, that's been around since the early 70s mm-hmm. in this configuration. Yep. It, was, it was taverns before. You John, know, John and Roses. Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't John and Roses. Is Wilmore. It was Wilmore Tavern. Wilmore. John and War- Roses oh, is John. off Daggett, which is okay. now uh, Lorenzo's Restaurant. Oh, that's where it was. Lorenzo. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's another yeah. good place. But uh, it's Lorenzo's. a great thing. Owned by Alderman... Uh, uh, Joe Vomer yep. and his wife, Sue. And it's the social gathering spot of the hill. It is. They it have is. two bocce courts, and uh, it's it's very popular. Now, but the Italo-American Bocce Club is a club. I mean, you, you have the to be a member. Yeah, the Italian-American is a private club. Uh, there's five courts there. Uh, Johnny, they're international style in length and width, 82 feet long, mm-hmm. uh, 12 feet wide with hard rubber uh, for speed. Because professional bocce or high-level bocce is played with a lot of speed, you know, these yeah, days. Sure. Yeah, sure. So I, I know a lot of people who go there and have groups that come and compete every week. Yeah, they have many different leagues there. Um, they have a, a, a open league now on Sundays, which is packed. Uh, they have their regular summer, winter, fall leagues, of course, uh, and social events, mm-hmm. and many social events. There's 440 members now. Oh my! Gosh. Unbelievable. That is, that is unbelievable. unbelievable. It's wonderful. Yeah, and it's been a, again like so many things in the hill. It's been around for a long time. Or a yes, it has. Uh, since nineteen seventy-five, uh-huh. uh, there were several founding fathers, if you will. Aldo Della Croce is the one most noted, and they have a tournament every November named after him. 
Uh, they moved to the uh, present location on the hill uh, in 1993. Uh, the former uh, offices for McQuay Norris. Remember mm-hmm. McQuay Norris? Oh, yeah. Big they company. used to make piston parts. Yeah, big company right there. Yes, it was right there. And that's on Marconi. Yes, on Marconi. So that's on the east side of right, Marconi. Right, on Marconi. Right, right opposite from my cousin's DiGregorio's uh, grocery store warehouse there. Good place. We just got some things from there this past week. Always, always you friendly fix? people. I call it getting your fix. Yeah, right. <laughs> so what did you have for uh, Thanksgiving dinner? Thanksgiving, well, it was a, uh, a true feast. I went to two different parties, oh, gatherings boy. of family. Mm-hmm. My sister Tina, Tina Krupen, uh, had a gathering of uh, parts of our family. And, uh, you know, we had the traditional mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, turkey. But what was the highlight, Johnny? What yes, would you think the highlight of our Thanksgiving dinner was? Spumoni. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> close. Very close, actually, was uh, raviolis sure. and pasta and uh, Italian appetizers. And it was just wonderful, just yeah. a wonderful gathering. And then I went to another party. My brother, Paulie, you know Paul DiGregorio? Yes. He just got back from Moldova about an hour before the family gathering. Wow. He was there to celebrate along with the Moldovians the 25th anniversary of their democratic process. He helped write the law on how they would uh, conduct democratic elections, voting elections. So he had just flown in. Oh, that's amazing. And so the a usual array of turkey, everything else, but the Italian foods. Well, what uh, does he do? What's his job? What's his uh, occupation? He's now a board member of a company, uh, international company that makes uh, voting machines. Oh my gosh. It creates voting machines. Yes, he does. Now, how long have you been doing these tours, Joe? The tours, uh, well, as you know, my father, Roland, did the tours for 25 years. Mm-hmm. He retired from doing that 2004. And I picked up, when I retired from uh, federal service, I picked up where he left off. And so I've been doing them now, Johnny, for about 17 years, about mm-hmm. 17. And so, but what, I honor my father every time because I literally walk in his footsteps. Well, now, Henry is here. Uh, Henry... Uh, tell me a little bit. How did you learn about bocce and how to play the, at the level you must be playing? So um, my grandpa actually kind of just kind of told me how to play, you know, where the target ball is and then you throw it. And, you know, it's just kind of worked and I started, you know, rolling them. Mm-hmm. And then I eventually, of course, beat him, as you already heard. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I beat I, I got, and, <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Henry. Good I for know. you. And, you know, by the way, I dedicated my, my book to him. I'd heard it. Here's the book right here. We're going to talk about that in just a few okay. minutes. Yeah. We better take a break right now. Uh, we're at your service. This is Johnny Rava, Joe DeGregorio, and Henry are here right now in studio on KMOX. And we're going on the air back again with Henry and Joe. Well, <laughs> Henry has been telling us a few things. Now, what about this Monopoly game you were talking about, Henry? Oh, yes. Um... We've been playing um, Cardinals Monopoly, mm-hmm. and and one of the spaces you're one of the KMOX is actually one of the mm-hmm. um, utilities on the board. It's oh the... my gosh! How, <laughs> the, <laughs> and how is how is uh, your grandfather doing that? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no. I lose on that too. <laughs> Well, I can't I lose sometimes. Sometimes. Only sometimes. Yes. Well, we, you know, we, there's another game going to be on today uh, over from Qatar. What's, oh, what's the game you're today? Right, you're right. It's uh, USA World Cup soccer against England. And, you know, the buzz 
Of course, on the hill about that is the 1950 game, Johnny. What a deal! Where that was. U.S. played England, and they were the top ranked, oh, one of the top goodness. ranked in the world. We couldn't beat them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, the odds were eighty to one on that game, <laughs> but 1950, it. United States beat them one to nothing in the biggest upset of World Cup history. And Johnny, you know who was on that team? Tell me the names. Though. Four boys from the yeah, hill. From the you hill. Know, Frank Gambaro, Lefty Colombo, Piri Reese, and and Gino Mariani. You know, all there. And then of course there was um the postman who was Kiat, uh, who was from St. Louis mm-hmm. as well. And you now this year we have two St. Louisans on the US team, uh, which have been uh highlighted and done very well. So the game is today in about an hour from about, now? About uh, 1 o'clock, yeah. So where do people go to watch these today? I guess there are a lot of bars and places. Oh, I would think so. Packed. I would think so, yes. They Pat Connolly's. Be. What about? Connolly's would be showing it. Mm-hmm. Milo's will be showing mm-hmm. showing it on the hill, of course. And, and many Joey B's on the hill will be showing it, you know. So, so are you be, going to be watching? I sure will. Good. Well, now, where will you watch it? Uh, probably in Joe Gregorio's theater room. <laughs> <laughs> theater room is right. <laughs> I, well, but there's a whole bunch of things that have, well, there's, you know, a lot of things that are old on the Hill, of course. Of but course. there are a lot of things that are new are changing, like the family theater on Shaw. Yes, you know, that was, uh, I was told, the first of its kind west of the Mississippi, small theater. Very, My yeah. dad told me he remembered uh, watching silent movies there. My aunt Babe remembers being in a beauty pageant there, <laughs> and then it became a, a long, you know, in the in the eighties um, and nineties, and uh, recently until recently, the place where my cousins De Gregorio's Italian Market made their sausages. Wow. Then they moved to another location uh-huh. for that, uh, and now it's uh, owned by a private couple. Uh, and they have redone it for oh, it's a beautiful. Resident. You ought to see it. They made a beautiful. Uh, interior uh, uh, walkway into the place. They retain the family theater name, and so we're so proud of what they done to that building. So the family theater, uh, you can see the building. It's a white building. Off Shaw, yes. Just a block, half a block off of King's Cross Highway. Cross the street from Viviano's Grocery Store. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Viviano's. Yes. That's, that's another legendary place. Oh, my God, the yes. They're in, the, they're in the book. And oh, uh, the book, oh, we got to talk about the book. Oh, okay, we're talking, okay. And now we Sorry. have the book right here. Yes, yes, yes. It's The Hill, A Walk Through History by our guest, Joseph D. Gregorio. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's not, don't expect a 500-page book. Oh, no, it, this it is, is for people who want to walk the hill on their own. It's a self-guided walking tour. They call it in the business a bookazine. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, call it. it's by Reedy Press. Mm-hmm. They asked me to do it. I said, okay. And, you know, you'll see, uh, Johnny, well, you have page through it already, of course. Oh, yeah. And uh, you'll see there's a lot of things in there that will not, you, you will not find in history books. Things right, my, right. Things my father told me, the, the real nickname of Yogi Berra, uh, who, that was Lottie, because his mother gave him the name Lawrence, but couldn't pronounce right, couldn't it. Pronounce so St. <laughs> Ambrose, of course, is in there, you know, because they're the linchpin. They remain oh, the linchpin of, of the neighborhood, yeah. I hope that's not one of the churches are going to close. I seriously doubt it. I doubt it. I too. seriously doubt it. It's quite a reputation, but uh, there's other things, you know. Um, is Jack Buck's in there, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jack Buck. Well, Jack, uh, you know the Hall of Fame place we call Hall of Fame place. Jack Buck. Now, what street is that? Uh, Fifty-four hundred block of Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Jack Buck lived there for five years. Joe Gargiola and Yogi Berra till the late 1940s lived there right across the street from each other. Johnny, it's the only block in America 
that can boast that one time or other, other had three baseball Hall of Famers uh, living wow. at, that living is, on that block. Pretty darn amazing. Yeah, it really. I is. got I got I got to know uh, Joe and Yogi pretty well through my father. Uh, I showed you a picture picture recently yep. of Yogi, Joe Garjol, and myself. They were at a celebration uh, on Hall of Fame Day with their with their um, club, the Fawns. Uh, and my father allowed me to go in and, and like be a fly on the wall, which was wonderful. Oh, I bet it was. Oh my God, the stories! Well, and I, I was very surprised. I saw my name in your book. Oh, too. of course. My goodness. Well, you know, it's a, it's a tribute to you, and and you love the restaurant Guido's, one yeah. of your favorites. Guido's is, and and Guido's it's Spanish Italian, and they have the best paella, I think, in the area, and the best pizza. Not. That's not coming from me. It's coming from my family. Joey, why didn't you tell us their pizza was so good? I said, I, I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> and that's a, well, it, it, there's another historic building. And I right. wrote, wrote a big article about that on the website antiquewhs.com. Yes, antiquewhs.com. Look for uh, In Our Town. I think that's maybe, I'm not even sure that's even the title of the section anymore. But, um, but there, I mean, it is a long article about the history of that building and the history of the neighborhood. That's you, and you told me that. That's one of the things you taught yeah, me. Well. It was a sporting goods store at yeah. one time. All right. Uh, my father was born right next door in a building right next door there, you know, oh, which is now right. torn down. But the book itself, Johnny, is available at uh, various venues on the hill. Sure. Uh, Just on the hill? But you've got uh, to... No, it's in uh, Schnooks. You can buy it at oh, local Schnooks. Yeah, great. Uh, I'm going to have a book signing at Webster Bookstore uh, and Kirkwood uh, Moonbeam, they call it, bookstore, on Saturday, as a matter of fact. Uh, and, and so it's available as well on there and uh, Amazon.com. And you've done some signings already, I, I have. Imagine. I have quite wow. a bit. Filoni's and all the my cousin Steve Gregorio's market and several others. Filoni's, well. another good place for pizza. Oh, yes, very much so. Different. It's different. It you know, is. All pizza is not the same. No, no. <laughs> and I, I mentioned earlier to our previous guest that I'm in, in a podcast. I don't know exactly how it's working out from uh, KCUR Radio in Kansas City, which is a like a, a public radio station okay. there. And they have done, for whatever reason, a podcast about St. Louis pizza. No kidding. Yep, and it's coming out, and I don't know any more than what I'm saying coming out. They're going to tell me. They will send me a link on the 30th. Okay, well, that's, uh, you know, St. Louis pizza is a love-hate relationship. Oh, that's the truth. <laughs> that's so true. But Johnny, toasted ravioli. Yep. That was where it was invented, on the hill. But, but. you sent me something a year ago or so. Mm -hmm, said, yeah. Wait a minute. I saw in a 1939 Hollywood whodunit movie yep. uh, where it was set in an Italian restaurant in yep. New York that the chef or the owner said, hey, how would you like to try some Toasted ravioli. Absolutely. When I saw, when I you sent me the segment, I fell off the floor. <laughs> I did. So maybe it was a creative scriptwriter, or maybe some some place in New York in the '30s tried to do it, yeah. but it but it didn't work out. No, it did not work out. Yeah, you know, it did not work no, out. But, but it they, certainly, you know, you're the sleuth of the St. Louis. Sleuth. As well. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, well, uh, Joe and Henry, I'm sorry, we're really just out of time. Uh, get the book if, and, and take a tour. My gosh. If you, I mean, this is a personalized tour. You will know everything. You, I mean, you can't even imagine what you're going to learn. Oh, there's a lot of secrets on the Hill, yes. And he will reveal the secrets, too. <laughs> uh, it's Joe DeGregorio. His number 314. And it's 602-3359. 602-3359.
I and I guess they could call right now because it's your cell phone. You can you can talk to them in the next. It's couple ringing of minutes. as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but anyway, yes. Johnny, thank you for having me on the show. Oh my you gosh, are, thank well, you. Well, you are my most revered hero of St. Louis. Oh, you literally are. Sure, you know the, you. the lectures you put on are like none other. Uh, about the history of, of St. Louis in general. You're very kind. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. You're thank, welcome. thank you, Henry. Henry's thinking about his next Bochy game right now. <laughs> and we're thinking about our next guest is somebody from the newspaper that you're going to know on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.